0: welcome to getting your dream smile with cosmetic dentistry this is where we discuss and help patients get what they want in a smile while being totally informed whether it is porcelain veneers bonding whitening or invisalign you'll find out what is best for your situation everything you should know where and who to see and all the costs involved stay tuned
1: Welcome back to Getting Your Dream Smile with Cosmetic Dentistry. I'm Sabrina, your co-host for today, and I work with Dr. Esham to inform the public about how to achieve your best smile with cosmetic dentistry. Today, we'll be talking to Dr. David Esham, who's been practicing cosmetic dentistry for 25 years as a credentialed cosmetic dentist for the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Esham loves sharing his recommendations when it comes to getting a great smile in the most minimally invasive way And today we'll be discussing a full mouth BioCrew case we did with our lovely patient, Allie. Let me introduce to you Dr. David Eschel.
0: Thank you, Sabrina. It's great to be back on a podcast. It's been a a little while since we've been together. And Mm -hmm. so uh, I'm very excited to be here and to talk to the general public about how to get uh, good cosmetic dentistry and where to go for it. But before we get on with our uh, podcast today, I just want to congratulate you on to getting into dental school.
1: Thank you.
0: Fortunately, but unfortunately, Sabrina's going to be leaving us as our podcast host as we get closer to summer. Mm-hmm. But she's going to be off to her, uh, her dream career. She's going to be a, a dentist, so she's going to the University of Pacific School of Dentistry. So I want to congratulate you for getting in there and all the other schools you got in, because you had quite a choice mm-hmm. and, and it was a tough decision. But obviously, since I'm a UOP grad, (laughs) I'm happy we chose UOP because I think that's a great school. Thank you. But anyways, with today's podcast, I I want to share with the audience and and people seeking cosmetic dentistry, what kind of things you should look for and um, what kind of things are available to you so that you can not only get your best smile, but you also want to save your tooth structure. And one of the dirty little secrets about cosmetic dentistry is that a lot of times in order to get your dream smile, um, the teeth are ground down into little pegs and that isn't necessarily what needs to happen. And so at the very least, what you get out of this podcast today is to seek a few opinions, to make sure that whoever's doing your cosmetic dentistry is uh, considerate of your teeth and is minimizing any tooth structure removal. Because you will never get that two structure back. And um, as a dentist, we should be dedicated to making sure that you keep it your, your whole lifetime. But uh, we're going to go over a case today. Um, so uh, why don't you, Sabrina, since you know uh, our our patient that we'll be talking about, why don't you tell us a little bit about Allie and uh about her case?
1: Yeah, so I met Allie when she had just finished her case. And she's a second-year PA student, physician's assistant, and she's originally from Wisconsin. And she came all the way down to San Diego to get her teeth done. Um, and initially, she had told me that she never really took great care of her teeth. She basically put her oral health and the state of her teeth uh, on the back burner. But that sort of caused her, you know, to not take care of her teeth, and they do, they weren't in the greatest shape. They weren't. Aesthetically pleasing and she didn't feel very confident in it. I remember one time she told me I was really excited that we get to wear masks for the COVID-19 pandemic so that I could hide my smile. And I sort of related to that. And it's a really sad thing to relate to, but I understand how important this is to get this smile makeover for her because she really wanted to boost her confidence and her oral health. So she came to Dr. Eshun to get a minimally invasive smile makeover.
0: Yeah, I mean, she didn't really know what she was getting. But um, she had uh, contacted me. She was going to school in Wisconsin. And had contacted me uh, about some ideas about her smile. And um, one of the things we do here in our office, and you should look for in the offices you see, is that we allow our patients to send pictures to us and for me to look at and analyze, and then consequently give them a good idea of what's possible for them, and then also give them a cost. And so, with her, uh, we did that a little bit, and we conversed, um, you know, via email. And uh, she was telling me that she was going to be coming to California um, in the summer, and that she had a, I think, kind of like a internship or residency that she needed to do with a doctor here in San Diego. And so, while she was doing that residency, if we could work around. Her schedule, um, she wanted to get her teeth treated. And a little bit about Allie, she's, you know, she's maybe mid-20s, um, and a young, fit, very beautiful young lady, but because of a, of a disorder she had, especially a, a, specifically an eating disorder, bulimia, she had lost a lot of her tooth enamel. And, you know, she felt kind of guilty about it. And, um, but at the same time, you know, uh, fought the disease and then got help and then got therapy and had been um, really good with her teeth for the last three or four years. But, you know, the the evidence on her teeth was very, very obvious. And as Sabrina said, she she didn't like smiling and especially didn't like taking selfies. So let me share the screen with the audience and tell our listening audience a little bit about uh, what we're looking at, but this is this is Ali's smile, and as you can see, you know her teeth are very short. You can see through the edges, and they're kind of worn from the tongue side out. So you imagine them being kind of ditched from the tongue side, and then the chips came off at the edges, and so for somebody her age. Um, you know these teeth were 50 years older than she was um, this looks like somebody in their 70s or 80s and so she obviously didn't like that and she wanted you know to have her smile back she had worked hard you know to get into professional school and she looked forward to graduating and um, when she started looking for a dentist she she kind of felt trapped because she knew about how much tooth structure was taken away with porcelain veneers, And she was kind of trapped between, well, do I leave my teeth the way they are? Because I certainly don't want to grind any more down because, you know, her condition already have done that. And so how was she going to go and get, get her teeth fixed? You know, she was between a rock and a hard place. And so fortunately, her and I talked, and we um, ca- came to a conclusion that we could just add to her teeth. And so uh, because she has this enamel on the outside, we could use that as a great bonding surface. And on the tongue side, I'll show audience, all of her enamel was gone on the tongue side of her teeth because of the acid erosion from uh, her bulimia. And so we needed to cover the tongue side to protect that, you know, not that she was, she was she had acid uh, anymore but any just chewing or eating would wear that away so we needed to cover cover her teeth and so we devised a plan to do kind of what uh, I call it here in Southern California a taco bioClear clear veneer <laughs> because if you imagine a taco and it has a shell and that shell would just go right over her teeth cover the inside cover the outside But we wouldn't have to grind in between her teeth, so she got taco bioclear juveniles. So um, that was my ingenious invention, (laughs) and um, we told her about that, and uh, she understood it and understood that she wasn't going to lose any tooth structure um, in her uh, reconstruction. Sounds great. So how
1: did you go about that? Especially with such a big case like this, I feel like it's kind of hard to control how they end up looking. So, how did you go about the case?
0: Well, with the case, um, we had to uh, kind of think about that. So, with her, we had to decide on, you know, how long we wanted to make her front teeth, and so we did some analysis with some grids, and did her smile um, imaging kind of an imaging of what her smile would look like. And then from there did some measurements and decided how her two front teeth should look. And so um, we started there, imagining her her smile at the end, and then we worked backwards. And so um, we ended up doing her lower teeth first because we needed to open her bite So here's some pictures of us in process um, getting her lower teeth done. And if you notice, there's some space between her upper front teeth and her lower front teeth when she's biting. And that space was calculated so that we can put a nice size central incisor that would fit right over that and then fit to her bite. And so normally we we, we start from the front and move back But with her, we decided from the back to move front so that we can can, uh, open her bite. And so we opened her bite that much, which is about two or three millimeters for the people that are uh, listening to us. And then we built her central incisor the appropriate length and made it fit to her uh, existing bite. And so we used a combination of uveneers you know to help ca- help calculate that, and then the BioClear um, matrices, is called the the 360 degree veneer matrix, and I'm showing those in the screen, and and, um, and they fit really really well for her. So um, what thoughts do you have, Sabrina?
1: So I was just wondering, with opening the bite, does that affect how she eats later on, or is it? Was there room for her to open the bite so that you could add on to the structure?
0: Well, she actually had like lost all that tooth structure oh, okay. during the acid erosion, and so that was more of where her bite was mm-hmm. before she lost all the support for it. I see. Yeah. So, so that's that, and then let's go over with our viewing audience and describe for our what our YouTube audience kind of what her front teeth looked like as we started working with her front teeth. And so we put some matrices around her upper two front teeth. We did not have to grind any of her tooth structure away, and I particularly didn't want to grind away in between her teeth. But we put these matrices that go 360 degrees around the tooth. And then with BioClear, of course, you do warm injection molding. And so in that, we warm injection molded into the teeth. And then they end up being too long, and so on the screen we show the teeth kind of they look like beaver teeth because they're <laughs> too long, but uh, and sometimes we show patients this and they get a little scared, but we we but it's just teeth. kind of like a uh, like a, a little joke while we're working, but then we draw on them with pencils and so forth, and we get the teeth to look the proper size, and so we have different measuring devices that we use, and on the screen is one that make sure that the two front teeth are the same size. And then we measure their length and make sure they're the same length. And then we look at her face and make sure that they fit within the face properly so that uh, they're angled um, perpendicular to the ground. And this takes a little bit of a while. And then on the screen here, I show how if you think of a veneer on the outside of the tooth, we put a veneer on the inside of the tooth and then that makes the other end of that taco shell that I was talking about. And so we covered the lingual of her teeth also.
1: Do you usually cover the back side of the teeth when you do bioclear, or does it depend on the case?
0: Most of the time we don't cover the back side uh, unless there's a defect there. Mm-hmm. But in her case, you know, she got double veneers, mm-hmm. some on the outside, some on the inside. And then we from the two front teeth, once we have them the way they look, and Right now, they're trimmed in, uh, to about 80% of their uh, final contour. And then we do the two side front teeth. And again, using the BioClar matrices and the veneer, we size and make her laterals the appropriate size. And So on the screen now, we have four front teeth for her. And then we just start moving our way back. And so uh, it takes a little while. Again, uh, we started at 730. And, and I got the forefront front teeth done about 11.30. And then we draw on them and shape them again. And then we start fitting in her left side. And we just kind of see how her whole smile is starting to develop. Uh, it's nice and full. It's white. And it's in the right plane, so it's nice and straight. So when she smiles, it looks nice. And then, of course, we use a ton of the what is the most amazing composite, which is the 3M Uh, composite, and we use a ton of it, but it's all for the best and for the patient. And then we fill in the other side of the teeth, so she has a nice, wide, bright um, smile. And this has us about 90% done. We take some pictures from this this standpoint, we analyze the pictures, and we start doing some of the details of smoothing it and finishing it. We also make sure the bite's right, and that the bite coordinates well with the lower teeth. Do you have any thoughts, Sabrina?
1: Yeah, I was wondering what you look for when you're trying to refine the smile later on so that we can get the perfect
0: smile. Well, we're looking for teeth that look like natural teeth, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. but undamaged. Mm -hmm. And then we're looking for building those teeth from the middle out to the sides, and then making the width symmetrical on the right and left. And so a central incisor is a little bit flatter. You know, the front teeth are a little bit flatter. And they're a little bit bigger than the side front teeth, which are the lateral incisors. And they're also flat teeth. But then when we get to the cuspid, they're more rounded. They're rounded and they have a point. And then the bicuspids are kind of like cuspids, but they're a little shorter and not quite as pointy. And so we just start designing them like we're taught in dental school, Mm -hmm. like you'll learn, Mm -hmm. to look like natural teeth. And then, you know, we got done with her, you know, 10 upper front teeth. It took us about seven hours. Um, and then on the, on the screen here for our listeners, we have different red marks on the areas that I want to correct for her. And um, then I come back to the operatory and we correct her teeth and make those little adjustments that I've marked. And then as the grand finale, We do our before and afters of her, and on the screen now is the before and after, and we can see how appropriately sized her teeth are, how smooth and shiny and um, natural looking they are. Um, Again, all done without having to grind any more of her tooth structure and uh, still give her a great smile.
1: If you're a podcast listener, I really recommend going onto YouTube to check out this smile transformation because it's really it's such a drastic change and the after smile just looks like her natural smile and all of that was just done without taking any truth structure away.
0: And I can tell
1: it just fills up her, you know, smile much more and I'm sure she's very, very happy with it. We did talk to her and she was very happy with it. Yeah.
0: You have some video on, on her that we I do did show. A video
1: of her. can show?
0: Yeah. I'll let you show the, the video of uh
1: So this is a quote that I took out from her. I really liked what she talked about right here. So if you guys want to listen in.
2: So uh, <laughs> through a lot of coordination and a lot of weekends actually giving up his personal time. He got me in even around my busy school schedule uh, during the week and through like gosh, three visits and one eight-hour Saturday, completely changed my teeth. Obviously, first and foremost, but my life, just how I carry myself, how I you know speak, how I smile, and you know ultimately how I guide and interact my patients in the future. Um, being able to just proudly smile and have that help um, that I can then support their journey and their health as well. So. Um, yeah. that's <laughs> so that's kind of it. a long story, and he um, definitely took something with a lot of chronic health problems in history, and just completely transformed it into, gosh, it just doesn't even—it looks like me, it fits my face, but just uh, the teeth that I was always supposed to have, basically. So very grateful for it and for his team and um, I keep smiling I'm
1: just so happy I can't stop smiling definitely. yeah so that's just a little video from Ali. we're so happy to see her smiling she really enjoys her teeth as you can tell and I think one part where I really liked was how she told me that before she couldn't even eat her favorite foods like chicken wings or ice cream and now with her new teeth not only does she get a really really pretty smile and beautiful looking teeth but she gets to eat the food that she likes. So I think that's just kind of a double bonus for her. Yeah.
0: No, and I feel really good about it too, Sabrina, to be able to help a young lady like that and have her feel more confident and and have her kind of aspire and and, and get to what she wanted to do her whole life in a very confident way. And and for somebody who was stuck, you know, with no answers, um, I feel like we have the answers in cosmetic dentistry, and, it, and, and that is to add to people's teeth rather than subtract from people's teeth. And so I, I feel really good about how I treated Allie, and I feel really good about, you know, those teeth kind of being mine, kind of. They're my artwork, but, um, and, but because when you do porcelain veneers on teeth, you know, and you put them in and, and they look good and all that, but they're not really the dentist's work. They're more the lab tech's work and the dentist is coordinating the work. And not that porcelain veneers are bad, uh, they, they do have their appropriate place. But, um, but, you know, doing the work yourself as a dentist makes me feel better than when I place porcelain veneers for a patient because it's something that I did. And then I know I saved the patient's um, tooth structure. Um, so it's a good feeling. So for all those out there looking to do some cosmetic dentistry, try to seek a dentist that is an additive dentist, a minimally invasive dentist, a non-invasive dentist, so that they could try to make your smile the way you want it without you losing tooth structure.
1: A great point and i think that's something that we always emphasize in our podcast to do your research and make sure you're finding a dentist who will preserve your tooth structure because that won't come back once it's gone and as you can see through ali's case you can definitely achieve such a beautiful and full smile without having to take away any tooth structure and i think with her full smile or full mouth case it just looks great on her and it's just crazy that Dr. Eschen was able to, you know, model this and like hand shape it all himself, and it just looks amazing. And I'm sure she's really happy with it.
0: Well, great, Sabrina. I'm glad we were, were back and mm-hmm. doing our podcast Keep again and um, getting out there to the public to let them know that cosmetic dentistry is a wonderful thing. It will make them feel good. It'll, it'll make them uh, feel positive about their future and about meeting other people or getting a a promotion, and that if you feel good on the inside, you're also projected on the outside. And so cosmetic dentistry helps you with that. But make sure you get the cosmetic dentistry that's appropriate for you and that is non-invasive or minimally invasive. Perfectly said. Is there anything else that you'd like
1: to talk about?
2: about
0: No. Just want to thank our audience. And if you have any questions and you want to check in with us, uh, get, get in touch with us, through the podcast or or through my website. Um, We're happy to answer your questions and give you some good guidance as to where to go next with your smile enhancement.
1: Yeah, perfectly said. So if you do want to ask us any questions that you want us to address in the podcast, you can scan the QR code on the screen, or there will be a link in the description below that you can click on. And it will send you to a Google form where you can take a picture of your teeth, and we can analyze it and talk about it on this podcast. And it's a great way for you to be involved with our podcast and for us to get involved with our audience. And other than that, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Be sure to check out the YouTube on this case because I really think it's important to see how much of a change we made to Ali. Um, and other than that, thank you, Dr. Esham, for being back here with me for this podcast. And thank you to our audience for listening. And we'll see you guys in our next episode. Dr. Esham. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Getting Your Dream Smile with Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. David Esham. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to be notified about future episodes. Click the link in the description to fill out a form if you have any questions on cosmetic dentistry or your smile that you want us to answer. See you next episode.